Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Good evening and a warm welcome to Joy 99.7 FM. It's another, another matriculation of Springboard your virtual university. This is session four of our entrepreneurship and business series and it promises to be inspirational and mentally stimulating. The broadcast is put together by Legacy and Legacy, your preferred partner for world-class corporate training and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. Springboard is proudly sponsored by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank and our investment partner Omega Capital. We are also privileged to enjoy media support from the Business and Financial Times and the Graphic Business, as well as our award-winning technology partner, Dream Oval. Talking about Dream Oval, good evening. Derrick Indazi and the entire team, congratulations on your two awards won over the weekend. My name is Albert Okran, and from now till you graduate at 8 p.m., your personal value will shoot up. I am guided in this Adventure by my virtual academic board comprising the Registrar Comfort along with Matthew and Amos. Tonight, there is one question and only one question we want to answer. Why do businesses fail? Why do businesses fail? It's a question you want to help us answer tonight on the virtual university. And I'll be sharing the top 10 reasons we have collated from different researches conducted over the years and reports that have been written. The top 10 reasons why businesses fail. And I would like you to help me point out to which one is your number one from the top 10 that I've collated, which is your number one reason why businesses fail. I'm going to give you the top 10 and you tell me the number one. Springboard connects a virtual network of CEOs, business executives and corporate decision makers as well as the most influential emerging leaders every Sunday evening on a journey of personal improvement. Our quest is very simple to equip a new generation of African leaders and executives using the medium of human capital development. In the week one of our entrepreneurship and business growth series, we featured an overview of entrepreneurship with Kubental and Mabel Simpson. In the second week, we talked about idea generation and concept development with Michael Amankwa of Cornet. Last week, we examined the profile of an entrepreneur with Elikem Kwenye here. Tonight in session four, I get the privilege of hosting two accomplished ladies, Catherine Benson, CEO of Eden Tree. She left a banking job to grow vegetables and encourage a healthy lifestyle. Reverend Mrs. Patricia Sapo is a minister of the gospel and an author, and she has the rare privilege of combining these two roles with her professional job as the head of corporate communications of EcoBank, both for, the, for Ghana and the WAMS cluster. Their job is to help us understand why businesses fail. Let me start by saying hello to Patricia. Patricia, hello. Welcome to Springboard. Thank you. Right. So as you settle down and put your thoughts together, let me remind our listeners of your 2015 commitments. And the first is to read a good book. The second one is to attend personal development interventions. The third is to sign up to the SMS Academy, and that is very important. The fourth commitment you are making in 2015 is to prepare your 20-year development plan. And some are saying, hey, I still haven't done this, and we are 
heading into the month of June, and that's serious. The fifth commitment is to deliberately build social equity, connect to people who add value to your life. Let me pause and remind you that our tip for today on the SMS Academy, day number 24, in our session on ideas, idea tip number 24, in a corporate setting, be humble enough to take it in good faith when your ideas are overlooked. In the corporate setting, be humble enough to take it in good faith when your ideas are overlooked. That means you must avoid being too emotionally attached to your ideas. Sometimes you believe your ideas so much that you are sure it will be selected. When it's overlooked, you feel that they've let you down and you refuse to participate in that, that which was selected. You must understand how corporate decisions are made. So even though your idea may be good in your eyes, if it is rejected, just take it in good faith and move on. You can sign up to the SMS Academy for a small amount of four Ghana CDs, 34 pesos a month by texting the word springboard to short code 1984 if you are an MTN or Airtel user or 1985 if you are a Vodafone or Tigo user and you will get accomplished people speaking into your life on a daily basis because you will get a simple message every single day that will set you on your journey to success. Let me take a couple of minutes to pay some respect to our sponsors while you put your notebooks and your tablets together for tonight's session on why businesses fail. Let me remind you about Rapid Transfer from EcoBank. Have you heard about Rapid Transfer from EcoBank? Rapid Transfer allows you to send and receive money within minutes across Ghana and throughout Africa. Rapid Transfer is fast convenient and reliable you can transfer as much as 30,000 Ghana CDs and the funds arrive in the local currency there are no charges for the person you are sending the money to you don't even need an EcoBank account to use rapid transfer so if you want a fast and convenient way to send and receive money to and from Eden Tree <laughs> choose EcoBank rapid transfer as your preferred money transfer partner just visit any of EcoBank's 79 branches across Ghana or go to ecobank.com times and conditions Supply and EcoBank is definitely the Pan African Bank. Let me quickly give you three reasons why you must sign up to the Springboard Investment Club with Omega Capital. The first is if you are planning to raise a million in investment. It's a useful way to start because you can save as little as 10 Ghana CDs a month and you will achieve your target in the long run. The second one is investment coaching because the club will groom you on how to invest, where to invest and how to identify investment opportunities. The third reason is a fund manager offering you top range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, pension fund management and a lot more. So you can call them at the Alberts in Kanda or you want to call them on phone 030-273-4744 or 026-277-4297. The Springboard Investment Club is a road to your first million. Let me take a brief commercial break. And when I come back, are you running a business, a church, a political party, a school, whatever it is, why do businesses fail? We'll find out from my guests. Please don't go away. Ah, there's an EcoBank ATM. Now, check this out. I'm going to get money out without a card. 
God, how did you do that? Don't you know that now you can withdraw cash from either MTN Mobile Money or Etsom Money at any Ecobank ATM and you don't even need an ATM card? Wow, that's great. And Ecobank has over 200 ATMs across Ghana. It's so convenient. Plus, it's super easy and totally secure. Withdraw cash at any Ecobank ATM from your MTN Mobile Money and Etsom Money wallets. For more information, just call free on short code 3225 from Airtel, MTN and Vodafone lines or 0302-213-999 That's normal charges. Terms and conditions apply. Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank. By kind courtesy, the Springboard Foundation and Omega Capital, get ready to count your first million. Join the Springboard Investment Club, managed by Omega Capital, by investing at least 10 Ghana CDs every month or 120 CDs a year and watch your money grow to the millions in the long term. The Springboard Investment Club will groom you into how to invest, where to invest, how to identify investment opportunities, and a lot more with access to a personal investment advisor. Omega Capital also offers top-range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, real estate, mutual funds, pension fund management, and a lot more. Call plus 233-302-734-744 or 246 Visit www.omegacapital.com.gh or email info at omegacapital.com.gh The Springboard Investment Club. The road to your first million. 13 minutes past the hour of 7, and this is Springboard, your virtual university. My guests are in the studio. Catherine Crowley-Dusser-Benson is the CEO of Eden Tree, and she's here with us. Catherine, welcome to Springboard once again. Thank you. You are you are a very big part of the family. We've gone to Gambia together on, on, on the I international know. tour in 2011. Yes. We've done the roadshow in various places. You've been a mentor on the roadshow, and... Thank you for your contribution over the years. You're welcome. It's good it's to see you. Pleasure. Patricia, it's the first time on, on, on Springboard, but you also are a big part of the family. <laughs> welcome to Springboard. Thank you very much. Right. So tonight we'll be looking at why businesses fail. Before that, let me just find your opinion or get your thoughts on the tip I shared earlier on. I tried to find out earlier on. Oh, I, I shared our tip from the SMS Academy, and we are doing a series on ideas this whole month. And the tip number 24 says, in a corporate setting, in a company, in a group, be humble enough to ad- accept or take it in good faith when your ideas are overlooked. That means that avoid being too emotionally attached to your idea. I just want, I just want your perspective on it. I mean, in a corporate setting, sometimes people believe that the idea is the best. And when it gets overlooked, they, get, they take it very personal. How do, you, how do you manage it? Well, I think you just, like you said, you have to accept that you're not the only one there. It is a group. So it is the best idea that's probably going to go forward. You just accept it and think that, okay, your idea to... You contributed. At least you did, you know. But if it was not taking, no offense, you know. It's just relax. Right. Patricia, you, run a, you, run a, you, you work in a multinational organization. Is there a place for individual ideas? Certainly. Um, I think we should all be open to other people's ideas. So if you bring an idea and it's not taken, it should be taken in good faith. One reason is that your idea may be ahead of time. It may be a very good idea, but it may be ahead of its time. So you should just be confident in your idea and not to give up and just keep selling the idea with time. 
other people will buy into your idea and implement and execute it. Let me take you through mental. When we were in school, we used to do mental. <laughs> when you go to school early in the morning, before the class starts, we do mental. I just got this wonderful idea today that when I get my two guests for today, I'll do mental before we start. <laughs> it's <laughs> the end of the day, not the beginning. <laughs> so, Catherine, let me start with you. What's your favorite color? You have three seconds. Actually, I have two, yellow and green. Yellow and green? Yes. Patricia, your favorite food? My favorite food? Interesting. Rice and salad. Rice and salad. Yes. Let me come back to you. Catherine, your favorite destination, holiday destination? Um, Akusumbu. Why? Because I love Ghana. Wow. Patricia, your favorite film? This is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> That's just unfair. <laughs> the butler. The butler. Why? Oh, it was an amazing film. Amazing. You bailed her out. <laughs> <laughs> the corporate bailout or private bailout. <laughs> Seventeen minutes past the hour of seven. If you just tuned in, this is not mental in your in your in your primary school days. I have two big corporate executives here and I'm having a time of my life beating them to the sword. But our topic for today is why businesses fail. And let me just find out, is it is it worth exploring? Is it a subject worth exploring? You've run Eden Tree for how many years? Seventeen. Seventeen years. You left a banking job to plant vegetables. Yes. And for seventeen years you are helping us live proper lives. Yes. <laughs> is it worth it's something worth exploring. Absolutely. Because um, it's important that entrepreneurs understand what you need to make a business successful. It's very important because sometimes you fail and you don't understand. So if the subject is not discussed, you know, you will never understand why it failed. So it is important to discuss it. Is, it. is it difficult to run a business, Patricia? Is it difficult? I will say yes and no. It's difficult to run a business because you need to really understand the business. You need to know what you are doing. You should be prepared for it. On the other hand, it's very easy if you have that kind of passion for the business and you are committed to the business and therefore you see it as a form of joy in running that business. Right. So though it's difficult, it's very easy. So we we'll look at we we'll look at the role of passion and the role of the joy and whether you can be passionate and yet still make mistakes. Let's pick it up from the research that we conducted. Um, our team at the Virtual University put together from various websites, various researches that have been conducted over the past decade or more, the top 10 reasons why businesses fail. Number one was setting up business for the wrong reasons. Somebody sets up business just because somebody who has a similar business bought a car, and that's the only reason. So the first one is setting up the business for the wrong reasons. Second one is leadership failure or breakdown, where leadership breaks down, and that includes the founder dysfunction, where the founder who founded the business himself or herself begins to function in a way that runs counter to the business. The third one is the failure to define a clear mission or value proposition for the business, a clear mission or value proposition. The fourth reason why businesses fail, based on the researches that we collated, was attitudinal failure, bad attitude, and that includes 
not responding to the needs of your customers. The fifth one was an unprofitable business model, a business that doesn't have a, a, a proven stream of revenue and unable to cover its cost and make a profit. The sixth is poor financial culture or poor financial management, lack of capital, poor cash flow, etc. The seventh is rapid growth. That means overexpansion. When the business keeps overexpanding without recourse to the requisite balance, it can also die because it's overexpanded. The eighth is a skills and staffing deficit, and that speaks basically to human resources. The ninth reason why businesses fail based on the research we collated was technology and systems failure. And the last one is inability to respond effectively to external factors like change, competitor action, macroeconomic challenges, environmental threats, including any and everyone in the Ghanaian system today. <laughs> stop laughing. Don't stop. I knew you would say that. <laughs> the most famous one in Ghana today. The inability to respond to external factors like change, competitor action, macroeconomic challenges, and environmental threats, like Dusa says, Catherine, are the 10th reason why businesses fail. Now, in your opinion, which of these 10 is the number one reason? Send us your answer by WhatsApp zero two four nine 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 five five five, and we'll let the whole world know which one do you think is the number one. You can find the list on our Facebook page. You can find it on my Facebook page or Legacy and Legacy Facebook page or Springboard your virtual investing Facebook page. Just post your number one. Which one do you think is the number one, and we will share it with the world. Let me find out for my guests if they managed to themselves locate their number one. Katie, which one is your number one, and why? Hmm. My number one will probably be the last one, which is external factors. You know, the doom saw has had a very difficult impact, especially on SMEs. And I say this because we are in the food business, so we need refrigeration. Right. Therefore, if your light is off for 24 hours, 36 hours, it means that you have the generator on for that long. It's just taking our cost up so high. It makes it really, really difficult to balance. So it is a possible factor that could actually make a business fail. Right. So just for the benefit of those listening out there tonight who are saying, she spoke my mind. In fact, she spoke my heart, my soul. Just give us an idea about how you are working your way. I mean, 17 years of experience doesn't come that easily. How are you managing? How are you working your way around such a big threat? What we are doing is that we are looking at our cost. Where we can cut costs, we do. Um... This we cannot do anything about. We still have to buy the diesel. We still have to have the generator on working. But then we can look at, okay, our distribution. How can we narrow it down so that instead of having five vans on the road, maybe we have three? Okay. Um, we look at our settings. What can we reduce so that we can manage this? And also... We happen to be in the business where, because we're into food, we generate income on a daily basis. Right. So that also helps. 
But for other businesses, I don't know how well they can manage these external factors. But the key for you is to keep your eye on the cost Absolutely. And, and, and work towards being more efficient every day. Absolutely. Patricia, what would you think, what, which would qualify as your number one and why? Well, my number one is leadership. I think the leader is in charge of the business. And first of all, it will be necessary for us to define what business failure is. And I think it's when a company or an, an organization ceases to operate because they are unable to meet their cost. You know, they are unable to make money. They are unable to break um, break even. And as a result, you know, they cease operations. Right. But I think that the leader is the or the leadership is number one. The leader is the one who drives the business. The leader is the one who should be able to plan in critical times, should be able to plan, should be able to anticipate, should be able to manage crises that confront the um, um, business. So if the leader is not able to do that, then of course, you know, the business will go down. I believe that for a business to be successful, you will credit it to the team. But for a business to fail, it is on the table of the leadership. So I think the leader, everything is at the doorstep of the leader. They say everything rises and falls on leadership. So when there's credit, it is shared. When there's blame, it's carried. It's a very difficult crown to carry as a leader. But are these this list that we put out, would you say it's a true representation of the key reasons why businesses fail? Yes, because I think all those reasons... You need all of them. It's a combination of what you need to make a business successful. And like Pat mentioned, leadership is key. Um, And especially in this part of our country, without a leader, you know, abroad you have systems. Sometimes systems can just run because everyone knows what they're supposed to do. But here, if the leader is not proactive, is not hands-on, then... There will be a problem. Would you suggest that our our, our business environment here puts pressure on the entrepreneur to micromanage? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no amount of software that you can put in an organization and let the organization run. There's, 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 There's no way. There's the attitude factor. There's the work attitude the you know the passion to i belong to this company okay so i'm i'm going to put everything that i have in it to back the entrepreneur it doesn't really happen you the entrepreneur has to push has to move has to drive before everything works as it should let me randomly pick some of the, the, the points you've put out there and get your thoughts on them. Let's talk about setting up the business for the, for, for the wrong reasons. Have you come across real-life examples of people who set out on a venture and really did not have what, what you call the passion and they just are doing it for a reason that may not necessarily be the right reason? Well, I, I think that is true. Um, people take advantage of the market and therefore everybody is into mobile money transfer and therefore people just go into it because they hear there's money in it. 
So yeah. people going. Is that a good enough reason? Well, it's, it's, it is. It is. But the thing is, do you have that capacity? Do you have the passion? Do you have the resources? Do you have in-depth understanding of that market? Okay. So we have market op opportunity that you can take advantage of the market. That is fine. But it's also imperative that you understand. So if you just jump into an opportunity without ample preparation, of course, you are heading towards, you know, um, doom. Okay. So for the wrong reasons, that may be a good reason, but without preparation, you are not going to go far. Right. And so people also go into business because they have heard that somebody is doing that. They want to compete with somebody, and therefore they go into that. And obviously that will not go too far. Right. So just in the one minute that you were talking, I just captured five words that you used. I, I don't know if you are a wordsmith, but <laughs> in your one minute of describing why you shouldn't go to a business for the wrong reasons, you mentioned that you may lack capacity. You mentioned passion. You mentioned resources. You mentioned understanding. And you mentioned preparation. These are five very, very powerful words. Each one of them could hold a whole show. But let me talk about capacity with you, Catherine. Capacity. You've got 17 years of experience behind you. How important is capacity? It is. You need capacity. Otherwise, where are you going? You know, I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. So you absolutely need your team. And you need to build up their capacity, whether it's through training, whether it's through making sure that you have the key people that will assist you move forward. You can't do without capacity. Have you ever had to reject an order before? Painfully, a big order, too big for you? No. So you have capacity for everything that comes yes. your way? No, yeah, absolutely. We, we will do whatever it takes to make it happen. And I think that's where Pat mentioned that leadership is key. So long as I'm aware of it, I will move <laughs> everything that I possibly can to make sure that it happens. It's possible that if I'm not there, it may not happen. Both of you are former. Uh, both of you are bankers. You are you were former banker. You are a very active banker. <laughs> Let me talk about money. Let me talk about money. Now, point number five and number six. Number five was about unprofitable business models, and then number six was about poor financial management. You get to work with SMEs. You get to work with companies that want facilities from the bank. And you get to examine their business model. Tell us what you look for. It, it says here that the unprofitable business model with without clear revenue streams. Is this something that is of interest to a bank when typically evaluating a request for support? De 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 definitely. I mean, if a business or an organization comes to the bank to look for money, there are so many things you want to look at. You want to look at the cash flows of the business. You want to look at the ability of the business to generate enough funds to cover the the interests and the principal repayments. You want to also look at the fallback, whether the security. You want to look at the track record of the business. How long has this business been in place? I mean, how have they operated? It's very, very important. And then also, very importantly, the, the credibility of the entrepreneur. And that is very, very key. I mean, we look at the person, 
how credible you are. And once, how, how, do you, how do you measure that? Well, we look at the operations of the account. Okay. And sometimes you may come, you want just a little overdraft. We give it to you for a period of, let's say, six months. And after six months, the balance is still outstanding. You are not paying. You are not building a good track record for yourself. Okay. So I think that we look at these things. And what I would say is that most um, um, SMEs come to the bank and they just want to take loans. I think that there are so many opportunities available for the entrepreneur. For instance, you have a lot of stock over there. You're, you have stock locked up and you want to come and borrow. You have assets in the form of debtors that you are not collecting and you want to come and borrow money. It is important for you to look at some of these things. You, you, you buy your goods on cash basis and you sell your goods on credit basis. I mean, they don't match. Okay, so there are other ways of managing your cash flows such that you will have money to work. I mean, working capital to work rather than just coming. But where it's necessary for you to come, you know, and, and get money from the bank, Echo Bank will be willing to support. Indeed. The Pan-African Bank will be willing to give you money before you rush to the bank for money. Make sure you are collecting your money from your from your debtors. And, and you make a very important point there. I mean, if you are... And, and somehow, when I, when I was growing up in business, there was this... Um, there was this local terminology. They say, "Yakabai." If you know touch Oh, okay. Let me let me let me see if I can give you a literal translation. Surfing, he says, job. Wow. That's an advanced learning dictionary. It's 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 better to say um, good afternoon or I'm back home. Right, 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 right. So the person who goes and comes and says how is how 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 are things behind yes. my back is better than the one sitting at home saying, well, things are not bad since you left. So yakeba is like going and coming. Activity, activity is better than being stationary. So it's the equate activity, busyness to business. And so, once you are busy going up and down, it's better than sitting in one place. But the reality, what Patricia is trying to allude to is the fact that sometimes you can be busy, but underpinning your business operations are certain mistakes that if not corrected, you can still borrow money and make things worse. So, you may need a GIT instead of a huge stock of goods. You may even need to cut down on the number of um, days and weeks you give credit um, and then you buy your goods in cash. All right, it's 35 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. If you just tuned in, this is a springboard of virtual investing. We are breaking down why businesses fail, and we're trying to find out from you, are you running a business, and are you having challenges? The, the, the 10 points we have, we've given are the 10 that mainline companies have collated about why businesses fail. want to find out, is your business challenged and are these do these 10 fit in the in the in the model that you are using are these the 10 reasons or are these 10 reasons familiar so the 10 setting up business for the wrong reasons number two is leadership failure or breakdown the third one is lack of a unique vision and the value proposition the fourth one is attitudinal failure or poor customer experience the fifth one is an unprofitable business model 
The sixth is poor financial health, lack of capital or cash flow, and that's what Patricia spoke about a few minutes ago. The seventh one is rapid growth over expansion. The eighth is staffing or skills deficit. The ninth is technology and systems failure. And the final one is the inability to respond to external factors and threats. Right. So let's see some of your responses so far. Um, Joel Nico Anand says skill sets and the wrong working attitudes for, for, for Joel, that is number one. Um, Raymond from Domi says, my number one will be setting up business for the wrong reason. People simply set up businesses because everyone is seen to be doing it and they also want to be seen moving up and down for society sick. Um, Emmanuel Osewusu from University of Education, Winneba Campus says, to me, it is attitudinal failure and poor customer experience and that is why businesses fail. When I come back to the commercial, I'm going to give you a number of other reasons that have been alluded by other people contributing on Facebook. But which one is your number one? Let us know. Tonight, we are looking at why businesses feel, and this is the fourth in our series on entrepreneurship and business growth. We want to have businesses that outlive eating trees so far, hit the 20-year, 30-year, and even better still, which are passed on from one generation to another. And for that to happen, we need to break down why businesses fail. So far, we've learned that you must have capacity, you must have passion, you must have resources, you must have understanding, and very importantly, you must be prepared. We are finding out as we go along that you need to build capacity through the whole organization because business is not just about entrepreneur. Your team must travel with you. Sometimes, Catherine, isn't it the case that some people just don't want to move with you? Let's talk about that. People that you are doing your very best and they just don't seem to get the rhythm of the eating. <laughs> they don't even understand the eating for them to understand the tree. What happens when people do want to travel? Well, um... You move them. You move them. But eventually, what, what, if you what realize... Type of, what type of movement? You know, like, you literally... Pull them along. Yeah. Right. But if it gets to a point, you realize that you're burning too much energy doing that, then you just have to let them go. That's another, another type of movement. Yeah. So, um, I'm told that you appeared in the Gimpa, the Gimpa Entrepreneurship class with your Wellington boots. Is that how you move them? Boots, bootstraps. I am hands-on. What kind of leader are you? Hands-on. What does that mean? I am on the farm in my boots, you know, like he explained. I came straight from the farm. You know, I make sure I'm on the farm. I'm at Insawam twice a week. I'm at Adan once a week. So in a week, three days out of my week is out on the farm consistently. You know, so I'm hands-on. And then I'm also there at the office. You know, I'm basically and with technology. You know, you're you're on Skype, email. You know, making sure checking everything as you go along. Even on the farm, on my way to my last trip to the farm at Adan, I got a very important um, documents, legal documents that I needed to send to my board to read and sign. We had a very short period. If I didn't have technology, it meant that I would have had to go to a die and come back to Accra before I actually see the mail and respond. You see, so I'm hands-on. I'm with it, technology, everything. So I'm there. We're going to come back to talk about, you just mentioned systems and technology. And obviously, that's reason number nine why businesses fail. If your business cannot respond in today's very high-tech world, 
I mean, people are signing contracts in virtual virtual space, and if you're not able to respond and to match the pace on which things are done, and you are still very analog, it will be difficult to keep pace. I'm going to take a brief musical break. When I come back, I'm going to be finding out from you, the listeners out there, are you running a business? Which is the one thing that is challenging you the most? At least one thing you know this evening is that don't rush to the bank to borrow. Start by looking at your cash flows and how you are managing them. Are you really doing things right so that when you go, it's because you actually do need it and very importantly, you can also pay it back because if things are not well structured and you go and borrow, the likelihood of you paying back is low and the bank doesn't like that. Very, very important. It is 20 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. And the song I'm going to play you is "He's Able" by Dietrich Haddon. Um, any 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 dedications, Catherine? Come to my husband. <laughs> Mention the name. Alfred softly, Benson. Softly, softly, softly. <laughs> I dedicate this to my husband, Alfred Benson. Wonderful, Patricia. Of course, to my husband, Frederick Sapo. <laughs> hey, let me I dedicate it to my wife. Right? <laughs> All right, he's able is a song and it's very difficult. When we come back, let's find out which one is the one that is challenging your business the most. Please don't go away. I believe this is your word that you've been waiting for all night. How many know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above? You can ask something or call into the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. How many believe it tonight? Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he's able. Tell somebody else, he's able. Y'all ready? that now you can withdraw cash from either MTN Mobile Money or Airtel Money at any Ecobank ATM and you don't even need an ATM card. Wow! 
That's great. And Ecobank has over 200 ATMs across Ghana. It's so convenient. Plus, it's super easy and totally secure. Withdraw cash at any Ecobank ATM from your MTN mobile money and Airtel money wallets. For more information, just call free on short code 3225 from Airtel, MTN, and Vodafone lines. Or 0302-213-999 at normal charges. Terms and conditions apply. Ecobank. The Pan-African Bank. By kind courtesy, the Springboard Foundation and Omega Capital, get ready to count your first million. Join the Springboard Investment Club, managed by Omega Capital. By investing at least 10 Ghana cities every month or 120 cities a year and watch your money grow to the millions in the long term. The Springboard Investment Club will groom you into how to invest, where to invest, how to identify investment opportunities and a lot more with access to a personal investment Advisor. Omega Capital also offers top-range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, real estate, mutual funds, pension fund management, and a lot more. Call plus 233 302 or 0246 your first million. Fifteen minutes to the hour of eight o'clock. Indeed, this is Springboard, your virtual university. This is edition number four in our series on entrepreneurship and uh, business growth. Our objective is to step by step walk us through what it takes to be an entrepreneur and very importantly, to migrate onto what it takes to grow a business. Today we are looking at, we are about a third way through the series, a 12-part series, and today we are, we are zeroing in on why businesses fail, because if we don't understand, we are likely to repeat the same mistakes. We've shared 10 reasons why businesses fail, including the wrong reason for setup, leadership failure, lack of a unique mission, attitudinal failure, unprofitable business, poor financial health, Rapid um, over rapid growth and over expansion, staffing deficits. We've talked about technology and systems failure, and then finally the inability to respond to changes in the environment or external threats. George Aquamorgan, writing on Facebook, says leadership failure or breakdown is this aspect is pivotal for the survival of any organization, especially in hard times. Israel Moaivo, writing also on Facebook, says the lack of a trusted brand can weigh down businesses swiftly. Ash Albina Samasi is number one and number two. That is the wrong reasons and then also leadership failure. And that is Ash's selection. Petra Abba Samoa writing on Facebook says lack of succession planning. It means that even beyond the current generation. I'll find out for my guest what, what it takes to to ensure longevity in businesses. But Petra highlights lack of succession planning. Um, Albert Bedu says being disciplined is key. Jonathan Agzopo says the issue of leadership is very key in making a business successful. Michael Po says, Albert, you can collapse all the nine points into point number two, leadership failure or breakdown. He lists a number of companies, including Apple, Microsoft, Oracle, Facebook, um, Coca-Cola, and so on. And he says these are all Rankard Solutions, UT, just to name a few. And you see, these are all evidence of the fact that good leadership makes businesses thrive. Nana Frempoma Afum says the quality of leadership. I think our own Dr. Otabo is a phenomenal example for all to see. Um, Erdem Rico says 
poor proper leadership directs the course of every business. And Fred Minsa says attitudinal failure and poor customer experience. Let me come to the issue of longevity with my guests in the studio. Catherine Krobadiso-Ebenso, the CEO of Eden Tree, and then Patricia Sapo. She's a reverend minister and she's also the head of corporate communications at Echo Bank for Ghana as well as from for the West Africa Monetary Zone. Um, Patricia, what does it take to ensure business longevity, in your opinion? What is the key to long life? You say, with long life, I will satisfy you. How do you achieve long life in business? Ensure us his salvation. You see, I almost took you into your, your, your zone. <laughs> well, I think there are so many factors. One, I think not being complacent is one key thing that would ensure business continuity. Because people patronize your business because of that uniqueness. And once we compromise on that uniqueness, the interest in the business, you know, um, and will fade away. Also, succession plan is also very, very key that um, for every business that wants to, to, to grow and be a going concern should have that succession plan. You need to identify who will take the reins of the business even once you are alive and even groom the person, coach the person, mentor the person, make sure the person understands your vision, you know. So that is also very, very important. I think also differentiation. It's very, very important for you as an entrepreneur to differentiate your product and also to augment the product. I mean, for some of us, we have driven so many cars over the years. Toyota, every year there's a new model. And they are in business because we are not driving 1990 um, Toyota. Every year there are new specifications on, 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 on the vehicle. So it's important for you to augment you know, the qualities of, of the product as much as possible. I also think that it's important for us to ensure the business. It's very, very important. For as, in, as in insurance. Insurance. Right. It's, it's very key. Because so many things can happen and you can just go out of business because you have not insured your business. Fire, etc., etc. I mean, there are so many things that one can do, but succession planning is very key. Right. So you, give, you give us some, some very compelling reasons to chew on. You've given us um, avoiding complacency. You've talked about succession planning. And then very importantly, you talked about differentiation and then augmenting your product offering. And you end on the note of insurance, something I love very much. I, I like insurance. <laughs> My thinking about insurance is very simplistic. Why climb to the 11th floor and fall down back to the first floor? At least if you fall, fall to the 10th floor. It's very simple. But an even more compelling argument, if your your car is worth insuring, how much more your life? So you can't talk about insurance without life insurance. So that is also very key. So insurance is a big thing for business. Let's come over to Catherine Benson. Catherine, what do you think is the key to business longevity? Yes, um, succession planning is key. And also um, planning in the sense whereby, for example, with Eden Tree, um, we're getting some um, investment partners in that are not only coming to invest with money but with expertise. We need expertise to be able to take Eden Tree to the next level. And then, of course, I yes, I would 
look forward to my son inheriting the business because um, I will want to hand it over to him. However, I am flexible if it is not his passion. He's currently also in banking, I'd say following in my footsteps, mm-hmm. I hope. You know, so when he finally comes down, if it's not his passion, okay, be on the board and then we groom someone to take over. And I have a board. So everything is set for the business to continue. Right. And that's my succession planning. If you're listening tonight and you're running the business and you need a few tips about how to avoid some of these big pitfalls that we have mentioned, the number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. I get I get the privilege of having a seasoned entrepreneur and a seasoned banker in the studio and we're talking about why businesses fail. If you're running a business and you want some tips on how to ensure that your business stays stays strong and keeps growing from strength to strength, just call into the, into the studio, 030-221-6541. If you have a question, just share your question with us. If you have observed one very critical point that we overlooked in all our discussions, just bring it to our attention. Why not? We always are learning. We always are adding on. If you think there's one very critical reason that we have overlooked, maybe we forgot to add something that is very, very critical, please let us know. Somebody said to me, listen, we Reason number one, don't combine business and politics. I said, maybe in West Africa, it's a very good advice. <laughs> maybe you've got some one reason that I've left out. Please add it. Catherine is laughing ahead of you. <laughs> in our part of the world, that's very good advice, isn't it? It is, it, it, it is very, good, very good advice. Be neutral. Yes, remain neutral. <laughs> All right. So 030-221-6541 is a number to call if you want to talk about business failure and you want to make your contribution or you want to ask your question call into the show let's talk but i have 10 points as is my custom every single week from my discussion with my guests in the studio patricia support and uh, um Catherine benson and i want to give those points to you while i wait for those calls to come through the 10 commandments of Catherine benson and patricia support maybe that's a, the, the title of the next book that we would write so let me take this call and when i come back i'll give you the 10 commandments hello good evening all right, so let me give you the number one. Number one is build capacity, be passionate, um, martial resources, understand your business and prepare. And that's the reason why you should go into a business, not because somebody else is in it. The second thing is that track record and credibility of the, the, the entrepreneur are important, no matter your financials. When you go to the, the stakeholders, the bank and so on, your track record and credibility are examined carefully. If you have not been faithful in a small um, um, facility, you will not be given the big one. The third one is that borrowing is not necessarily the key for businesses. Look inside, look at your cash flow and your management of your stocks before you rush out to go and borrow. Number four is that business longevity can be assured by avoiding complacency, succession planning, and then very, and that means identifying key players and grooming them. The, the sixth thing we saw is that external factors can be a big threat to the business and you need to look at your costs and then also need to be very creative and ensure that you always are efficient. I'll take this call and when I come back, I think I've given you five. When I come back, I'll give you the next five points I've learned from my guests for tonight. Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Albert. Your name, where are you calling from, please? This is Jonas calling from Kakasunanka. Jonas, have you learned something from my guests for tonight? Very well. Right. So give me the, the key thing that you have picked up in terms of the causes of business failure. For me, I think it's succession planning. Right. 
you know, because um, if that doesn't take place, the fact is that you get stuck at a point. There are various things you're, you're unable to deal with very decisively when they arise. Right. You know, and that's basically is what succession planning is about. You know, anticipating what the problems are going to be, what the challenges are going to be, what the benefits are going to be at a particular time, where to fix who, what to do at a particular time. All those things are critical, right. you know, and until there is a thought. And I think that it has to, also has to do with vision anyway. Right. You know, thank you very much. Right. Thank you very much, Jonas, and thanks for contributing to this discussion. Um, talking about succession planning, I mean, experts say really it starts from the very first day, not when the the entrepreneur is old and tired. From the very first day, even the organizational structure must reflect the thinking that says this is not just for today, it's for the long haul. Right. If you have your own thoughts, call into the show. Let's talk 030 I've given you five reasons or five points that I've picked up from my guests the second set of five and this one came from Catherine she says carry the team with you and make changes if they are unwilling to move be a hands-on leader know your team and carry them drive them with you but if they don't want to move also make changes so that you move with people who want to move the the seventh point is differentiate your product and augment your product offering or qualities the eighth one ensure your business avoid everything getting destroyed by fire or flood or any any nat- natural disaster whatever they call it the ninth one is that planning is key make sure that you are planning for the business consistently and the final one your expertise must always be upgraded to take you to the next level as you build towards the future these are the 10 points i've gleaned so far from my guests hello good evening hello good evening your name where are you calling from please i'm first calling from Lagos. i somehow missed the first name the name again princess princess yeah right go ahead and share your thoughts or which you you consider to be the the, the top the the, the topmost one in the ten I've given you. Oh, okay. Like I think going uh, doing business for the wrong reasons. Do you know somebody yeah. who is in business for the wrong reasons? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why did yeah, the, yes, I do. Why did the person go into business? Well, it feels like my friends are all doing well. They are doing business, so I'm not doing myself. Right. Um, something. Yeah. Right. So you think going into business for the wrong reasons is the number one reason? Yeah, I think so. All right. Thank you very much, Princess. Let's take a couple more. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Albert. Your name, where are you calling from, please? Jonas, it's a case of thunder striking twice. Jonas. And uh, I, Albert, I think one thing to be considered is not considering your team members as overly indispensable. Right. And maybe if there's a culture... Because if there's a structure and a culture which has been established in the organization, there's a way to be able to forge and to be able to get the right materials and team members available. But none is supposed to feel overly indispensable, way beyond what the, you know, where exactly that the organization wants to go. Because sometimes there are a lot of organizations that get stuck when somebody leaves. Right. Thank you very much, Jonas. And I'm sure that we should get, get you on to bring this point I'm home in further detail, but let me bring it back to the studio. Let my guests give me their closing thoughts. I have a minute to go. Let me start with you, Patricia. Why businesses fail? If we've walked through 10 reasons, you've given us some very useful points that I'm sure our, our listeners have benefited from, but what would it give us as a takeaway? That um, we should be very truthful to our customers. 
and very truthful. Integrity? Integrity. Right. Truthful. I mean, the quality of your products. You shouldn't have unadulterated products. You should be very, very honest to your customers. Don't sell expired, expired, expired products. Make something that is holds with something because people are coming to you because of the quality of the product. You should also be very, very truthful to your suppliers. Right. And yes, and as much as possible, have confidence in yourself. Right. Believe in God and trust God to move your business forward. Amen. On a Amen. Sunday evening, we couldn't have ended without a word on trust, trusting the Lord with all your heart. The trust factor. You should read that book by Stephen Covey. It says that when the trust is high, the cost of business is low. Let me end with you, Catherine Benson. Your thoughts for us to close. Yes, um, I agree with Pat. And I think um, if you fear God, there are many things that you know you're supposed to do. Integrity, honesty, you know, in whatever it is that you do, whether it is running your business, whether it is the products that you give to your clients, whether it is the way you deal with your staff, in everything that you do, integrity and honesty Thank you should very be much. number one. Integrity, honesty, integrity, honesty. And it all ends up in one word, trust. Thank you so much, Catherine Benson, for making time to be with us. Thank you, Patricia Sapo, for spending your Sunday evening with us. I trust that our listeners have been blessed by this interaction with you and warm regards to the entire family when you do get back. I hope we can get you in the studio once again to do this another time and go through sure. some more detail about listeners. Next week, we go into the subject of financing SMEs or financing business. Very interesting one. We'll bring the CEO of the Venture Capital Trust Fund. We'll bring Hamdia to talk us to talk, talk us through what they look for. And then my friend Yofi Grant will also be with us. We'll try and find out how do you find the money if you want to go looking for money? How do you find the money? What do you do to make yourself attractive? So we come your way again next week. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four. Nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,